0: You're listening to Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. This is where we hear from the businesses and services available in the Buffalo area. And if you'd like to be on the program, send me an email at randy.bushover at intercom.com. Joining me this segment, Attorney Arthur Pressman. And uh, Arthur, right off the top, in general, what areas of law do you concentrate on?
1: Good morning, Randy. Thank you for having me back. Uh, my practice is focused primarily on criminal defense, DWI, and traffic tickets.
0: And a lot of uh, things in the news regarding the DWIs in a couple of areas to explore. The issue of legalizing marijuana has been bandied about in the state. Looks like, at least for this session, not going to happen. But uh, it still has had and continues to have an impact on what you do and on, of course, other people potentially in the way of these impaired drivers.
1: I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I think most people are you know, concentrated or focused on the fact that you can get pulled over for dri- drive while intoxicated by drinking alcohol and, and becoming intoxicated. And I think uh, people lose sight of the fact that uh, we have had on the books for quite some time a charge called drive while impaired by drugs. And that can be any type of drug, even prescription drugs. And uh, with the, 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 in the news lately with marijuana at the forefront of uh, potentially being legalized, uh, there's also been discussion that the uh, governor will uh, and the legislature will uh, add legislation which increases the enforcement of uh, drive while impaired by drugs. And there will also be uh, additional funding for training uh, police and law enforcement in what are called drug recognition experts. And those are police officers who are specifically trained to recognize whether someone is under the influence of uh, a a drug, whether it's prescription or a non-prescription drug or a recreational drug. Uh, One of the things that uh, the public, I don't think, really is aware of is that the penalties for being convicted of driving while impaired by drugs are really almost identical to being convicted of driving while intoxicated by alcohol. You can lose your license, you can go to jail, you can uh, have a large fine. Uh, the only real significant difference is that you don't need to install an interlock ignition device in your vehicle if you're convicted of driving while impaired by drugs. But uh, uh, it's still, it's a significant uh, infringement and burden on your ability to drive and get around, and and uh, if you have multiple convictions for either intoxication or impairment, the penalties are enhanced and uh, you can wind up in jail.
0: And as, as far as people who uh, get these violations are concerned, in what ways can you help them?
1: Well, I've been doing this for over 34 years, and my practice is focused primarily on, on DWI, and I, I, I handle DWIs throughout western New York and all eight counties of western New York. Um, I mean, obviously, the first thing is that we don't want people to drink and drive or to take uh, uh, recreational drugs and drive, and, and, and to also be careful when you take uh, your prescription medication uh, uh to be aware that it can impair your driving. And you know, we all see bottles that say, uh, you know, don't operate machinery or vehicles when you take certain medication. And uh, even people who have been taking our uh, prescription uh, medication for a long period of time, once in a while it just has a funny reaction. I've had clients of mine who have been taking a drug for five years, they take it two or three times a day uh, and uh, never have a problem, and then all of a sudden, they wind up uh, you know, hitting three or four parked cars because it's had a funny reaction and they black out or they're just impaired. So um, that's the number one thing is just be aware of uh, what you're taking and how it can affect you. And obviously don't drink and drive. If you do get pulled over, what we always tell people is to be polite, and, uh, polite with the police officers uh, and cooperative to a certain extent. Uh, most people don't realize that when you're pulled over for a DWI, uh, you do not have to answer questions about what you had to drink. You do not have to take any of the roadside field sobriety tests and I think a lot of us are familiar with like touching your finger to your nose or walking a straight line. Uh, You do not have to take those and you're not penalized for uh, refusing to take those. Uh, You also uh, are obligated to take a breath test whenever you get a license issued to you but you can refuse to take a breath test back at the station or a blood or urine test. But if you do refuse to take a blood or a blood test or a urine test or a breath test, uh, DMV does impose additional penalties separate from any court proceeding because there's a, a compact when you get your license that you are, you are implying that you will take a, a, a chemical test. So if you don't, DMV does impose additional penalties.
0: Talking with attorney Arthur Pressman on Buffalo Means Business here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Have there been any significant changes uh, for the law pertaining to DWIs and DUIs over the past few years?
1: I think mostly it's uh, enforcement. Uh, the uh, Also, the DMV has begun about three years ago. They have a 25-year look-back period. And what they're doing is they're looking back at people's driving records uh, 25 years. And if you have accumulated, let's say as a teenager, um, a DWI, or you accumulated uh, really a number of high uh, speeding tickets where you're going over 21 miles and over the speed limit or reckless driving, and when you're 35 or 40 and you get something that they consider a serious incident, it can impact uh, your uh, present ability to drive. I have clients who have gotten uh, a DWI conviction 22 years ago, 23 years ago, and then one 18 years ago, and they get charged with talking on their cell phone in 2019, and they mail it in and plead guilty. And that's a five-point ticket, but it's also considered a serious incident in DMV's uh, uh, policies, and they get a letter from DMV revoking their license. And they don't realize that something that happened 22, 23 years ago is having an impact now on what they do now. So one of the things that uh, I always tell people, and one, uh, uh, one of the things we uh, emphasize in our radio uh, advertisements is, don't plead guilty, don't just mail anything in, consult the lawyer. Because everything you do now uh, and have done in the past can impact your future ability to drive and uh, r- remain uh, uh, without having a criminal record.
0: And this may be more of a, a political question than maybe an, an attorney kind of question, but does it, in a way, make what you do any more difficult or any different from the the talk of kind of being lax on the rules, specifically regarding marijuana, kind of, even though it's not still legalized in the state, maybe not prosecuting those cases for certain amounts that a person might have on them?
1: Well, I've definitely noticed over the years that, uh, <laughs> at least in this county, uh, uh, in Erie County, that the uh, the district attorney's office and the local police agencies um, don't have an emphasis on really prosecuting low-level marijuana offenses. Uh, I do represent a number of uh, clients that are um, have large amounts of marijuana that are seized And uh, even in those instances, um, I think the attitudes have changed over the years uh, about that. uh, The the emphasis really is on what I see when I have negotiations with the district attorney's office or law enforcement is prosecuting people who are uh, dealing and selling uh, fentanyl or or heroin. And obviously because of of the the tragedy of the opioid crisis here throughout New New York State and the country, Uh, That's where law enforcement and the the DA's office is uh, concentrating, prosecuting those people that are uh, charged with that. So uh, marijuana certainly, I think, is on the back burner now as far as prosecution. It has been for a number of years. And, uh, you know, I think it will obviously continue to be. And once it's legalized, which is inevitable, I believe, um, you know, we won't be having this discussion at all about marijuana anymore, except if you get arrested for, you know, driving while you're under the influence of marijuana. And
0: I have the presumption that uh, with drinking in particular, it uh, seems to be more of a cyclical thing. Like you'll see uh, more of a spike with some instances or at least the reported instances around holidays. Uh, marijuana, kind of uh, all year round, right? There's not really a specific season for it, if you will.
1: No, I don't think there's a specific season for uh, marijuana or even alcohol. I mean, you know, people who, are, who uh, have an alcohol use disorder or alcohol abuse disorder drink all year round. And, uh, you know, for the person who drinks socially and gets makes uh, a bad mistake on a one-time basis gets pulled over for a DWI, um, maybe more around the holidays or, or, or actually, you know, the summer season when people are having barbecues and picnics. Um, but uh, people who are, you know, uh, actively drinking on a regular basis, um, you know, those kind of arrests are occurring all year round. Uh, when the weather gets nice, I do see a spike in um uh, people getting pulled over for traffic violations, and uh, I know that the law enforcement throughout the area, they do run like initiatives or they have uh, campaigns where they do uh, want to uh, highlight traffic safety, and especially in the summer months. So there is a spike in uh, you know, tra- traffic violations, primarily speeding.
0: And one of the things that sets you apart is that if someone actually needs legal advice or and or representation, you're the one answering the phone calls. And you're the one that actually makes the court appearances every time.
1: That's correct. And when when you were to if you were to try to call me or go on our website, and uh, or the different various search engines looking for a a lawyer like me, all the different phone numbers that I have, everything's directed to my cell phone. It doesn't go to my secretary or my office. I want to speak to someone directly and immediately. So if you call any of my numbers or, or contact us online, we have a live chat on our website. Uh, I get alerted and I respond as soon as I possibly can, and I always want to speak to you directly. Uh, I'm the only uh, attorney in the office. I'm the only one who goes to court for you. There is no one else. There is no associate with lesser experience. Uh, I'm the one who is with you from the first interview until the uh, last day we're in court. And, uh, you know, my 34 years of experience in, in this area lets me build relationships with the uh, prosecutors and the judges and the law enforcement throughout uh, the area. And I think uh, that really helps in getting a good result for my clients on each and every case.
0: And tagging on that, uh, what else would be the benefits of choosing you over any other DWI attorney out there?
1: Well, I'm not afraid to uh, take on the the tough cases and uh, go to trial if we need to. Uh, I like to think that uh, when I evaluate a case, I have years of experience in seeing almost everything under the sun. And, uh, you know, I'm looking for things that stand out and that we can use to uh, uh, help a client in defending something or uh, help a client who's been unjustly accused and and, and help a client uh, when need be just, you know, manage their life and uh, the the struggles they have so that they don't uh, get rearrested or they don't find themselves in trouble again. So a lot of my job is acting like a social worker as well. And I have a lot of resources that help people that have various uh, issues, whether it's mental health or uh, addictions, and uh, when they get caught in the, caught up in the criminal justice system, I have a lot of resources available to uh, help navigate them through it and get the best possible result for them, not only in criminal court but also in their life.
0: Easiest way to get a hold of you by phone or is it by Internet?
1: Uh, the f- easiest way is by phone. Um, you, certainly if you're on our website, we do have a live chat, and uh, it is it is sent to me almost immediately, and I'll call you right back.
0: Is there anything else that we haven't covered yet that you wanted to make sure and get out there?
1: I think uh, we covered everything today, Randy. I <laughs> uh, just tell people to uh, you know uh, be careful on the roads and uh, you know uh, be smart. and uh, if you but if you do uh, have a lapse of judgment, uh, please give us a call and we're here to assist you.
0: And as you mentioned, uh, make sure that you're aware of what rights you have. Again, we're talking about people who are potentially impaired and may not be thinking most clearly. But, again, the advice that you had for people who might get stopped?
1: Is be polite, be cooperative, but you do not have to, uh, in in a DWI situation or an impaired by drug situation, you do not have to take any of the tests that they offer you. It doesn't penalize you, but just be polite and cooperative with the police otherwise.
0: And failing that, as you said, stay safe.
1: Stay safe is correct.
0: Again, the number 261-4977. That's Attorney Arthur Pressman. This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN